Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, they talking all of this Hello everybody and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week are my good friends, Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepigina, and Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. Uh, welcome back. We are now officially post-WrestleMania season. It feels to me like we got like a skeleton crew of topics to talk about. I feel like there's like nothing now. Uh, we obviously had the superstar shakeup this week. Uh, but before we get into the superstar shakeup, first a reminder to subscribe on iTunes, leave a five star rating and review. And I want to address something else first because this is more of like a real life possible superstar shakeup as opposed to the scripted one on Monday and Tuesday nights. Obviously, there are rumors running rampant that Sasha Banks is tired of the company, disgruntled, has threatened to quit, and was sent on vacation for a couple weeks to get her head on straight. Um, So first question to each of you is, do you believe this is true? Yes, Pash, I believe it's true. But... If you're getting too excited and thinking that she's going to leave, you're getting worked, buddy. <laughs> they're, br- they're bringing it up too much on commentary. Like, it's obviously going to play into a bigger storyline. Yeah, I'm I'm not excited only because I know even if she did leave, you have to think she has a minimum of, like, another year left on her contract anyway. I think she just re-upped it. Yeah, so, Didn't like, even, even if she left so. or quit, I don't know that she could really do anything else anyway. Uh, and Alo, do you agree with Prep? Do you think this is a real story that she does want to leave and is pissed off? Well, she can come to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast and sit down <laughs> with Stephen Alo anytime. But, uh, yeah, I believe it because, well, one of the reports are kind of strange. They're saying that she kind of, like, laid down on the floor in the locker room and in a gorilla and kind of just – was like having had a had an attitude about having to drop the titles. Not 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 that she has a problem with the iconics, just the fact that she thought that her and Bill would get a lengthy title run. But she should have every, she has every single right to be upset because since the inception of this show, every week it's always been a what the hell are you doing with Sasha Banks? What the hell, <laughs> what the hell are you doing with Sasha Banks and Bailey? Where the hell is Sasha Banks? And a lot, a few, actually, a few times that was the headline of our the titles of our of our episodes with Sasha Banks or what the hell's going on with Sasha Banks. So yeah. <laughs> she, she has every right to be upset because I, I was gonna bring this up later, but I'm glad you started the show with this. This whole Becky Lynch thing with her being the man and stuff. Sasha Banks did this first. It's just the fact that the whole NXT run, they they only acknowledge what gets what gets high praise and like whatever gets like the the, the buzz of the internet and the wrestling world. That's the only stuff they acknowledge, like the matches and stuff. But they never tend to mention that who Sasha Banks was. Like I, like if you go back to the whole NXT stuff, like her actually legit running that place, the whole her with her stamp. 
when oh, she was yeah, signing yeah. contracts and stuff. Like she was actually the first Becky Lynch, well, the first the man, but they never brought that to WWE television. You know, they threw her in a team bad, and then after that, she was on this singles run, and like she's been, she was off of television, tele TV for weeks, and come back for weeks, and then she had those title runs where she lost it on her first defense. She did eventually main event the first pay per view in Hell in a Cell, but other than that, she's been she's been in almost the first everything. But other than that, she's just been that worker, and we know in WWE that being the worker sometimes is to your disadvantage. Right, like she's never once. I mean, arguably, one of the two or three most successful NXT characters that they've ever had, and she's never gotten to be that character on the main roster. Yeah, she's always been like the the girl that was happy to be there, or I've been dreaming of this since I was twelve years old. Yeah, or crying and stuff. It's yeah, just a, that, that's, that's just not that's not her. Like, no, that's, that's what her. But that's what yeah, and that's what her whole main roster career has been. It's never yeah. been like the character that made her so popular. And what do you think? I saw a rumor today that she's like. She's like sou- soured Bailey on the company too. Do you think that's, that's accurate? Ba- yeah. Well, you can make the argument, but I believe it too because I know Richie. Me and Richie talked about this at length years back. That whenever Bailey does come, Bailey does come up. This was before she came up to the main roster. That they're gonna mess her up, and for that character. It should be impossible to mess up because, especially with WWE, is how they're PG and more kid friendly. It's like Bailey could have been like the girl John Cena. You know, it's, it's like you can't, it's like you, you can't hate her. She brings in all the fans. She should be top selling and merch and stuff. But they messed her up too. And Bailey has been also in the headlines of our shows too in the titles. What the hell do with <laughs> Sasha and Bailey? And they always flirt with a Sasha Bailey feel, but they never go away with it. Think about some of the stuff they did. They had Bailey do. Remember the Alexa, this is your life with Bailey. Remember that? Yeah. I vividly remember that. <laughs> remember the whole one thing of the worst he... segments they've done during the history of this podcast. <laughs> yes. It's like between that and the old day. Yeah, The but... old day was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or the uh, Randy Orton and Bray White house of horrors, but, yeah, that's all good for another day. But yeah, it's like Bailey has every. every I actually feel like if I watch back the House of Horrors, I'd probably enjoy it now <laughs> because there's like no stakes. I already know how it turned out. I think I would just laugh at it and it would be entertaining. <laughs> True, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I might revisit that when I do cardio. <laughs> but yeah, it's she, Bailey has every right to be too because she's been invo- ingratiated with Sasha Banks since those two have been up up on the main roster, and it's been so always stop and go with those two. So they have, they both have every right to upset, but Sasha Banks, I believe more because she was the one that had the most buzz coming out of NXT. And she was like the first like real breakout superstar in NXT male or female. Yeah. I, one of the things I read that she was pissed about was they didn't find out till the day of WrestleMania that they were losing the titles again. I don't well, know if I don't that's think true or the not. Day, I, I think, I think the report said that it was before the match. Oh, okay. So it was like, Within an hour, probably before. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, prep. You said don't get too excited because they're bringing it up too much on commentary. Now we all know I'm not like sitting down and watching the shows. What are they actually saying about it? I think Corey Graves says something smart. Like she, well, Ayla, do you remember what he exactly said? It was something like she. Uh, oh, it was. It was something like she took her ball and went home, but they threw a reference into her crying into mm. it. 
Well, so I, I don't, I don't want to like misquote it, but I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah. To to Prep's point, I don't recall exactly what Corey Graves said, but there was a segment on WWE.com. I'm not sure. I don't think it was on Raw, but it was like a Raw exclusive backstage inter- backstage segment where like Bailey is calling. Sasha and Sasha's not picking up the phone. That's why Naomi ended up teaming up. I'm not sure if that was on Raw, just something they did for .com or not. I did see that clip. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested. If if nothing else, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, I obviously would love to see her leave. I would love to see her maybe be like the the first one to kind of open the floodgates. But and and I do think she'd be really successful. What I I'd be terrified of though is she would end up. Like killing herself or paralyzing herself on the <laughs> Indies, because I feel like she'd be trying too much to be a wrestler, and we all know that that suicide dive is going to really injure her at some yep. point if she continues doing it. Yeah, because every time she does, it, I cringe so much because she's so small in the way she falls. Sometimes like her feet hit the bottom, the back of the rope. Yeah, her feet or her legs always hit the rope and sends her head straight down. Yeah, <laughs> it never it never seems to work out the way it's supposed to. Yeah, and and now like Becky Lynch sent out a tweet, even though it's just Twitter, so you can take it with a grain of salt or whatever. So she sent a tweet to Sasha Banks said, "Fight me." Yeah, and I just talked about how Sasha Banks was kind of the first Becky Lynch in WWE, but I think that would be a great if they want to like make Sasha happy, you know, to keep her stay. I, I would love to see B- Becky versus Sasha because they have not had a full feud except for the whole part where they had with Charlotte a few years ago going to WrestleMania. And maybe you can get maybe you can get the real Sasha Banks back versus Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, we'll get to this later, but she lost all steam to mm-hmm. me, in my well, opinion. So, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Becky's match with Sasha in NXT was kind of what like put her on the map. As it was like. A big deal. It was like the first time I remember Becky being like seen as her own thing, as opposed to just part of that group. That yep. match is so underrated. It is because it gets forgotten. I love it that is. match. Yeah, it, it definitely is because you had the the Sasha Charlotte match. I think at the very end of 2015 or the very beginning of 2016 or whatever it was. Maybe it was 14 into 15. Yeah, it was. And you had the Fatal Four Way, which was huge. Then I think you had the rematch with Charlotte and Sasha. Then you got the match with Becky. And then, of course, not long after were the two Sasha-Bailey matches, which are maybe two of the most revered women's matches in NXT history. Yeah. Uh, So it definitely gets overshadowed and definitely not enough appreciation. But I I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. And you know what? If this leads to her doing something interesting in WWE... Because, like, when I look at YouTube and I say, all right, which highlights are worth me watching, there's almost never anything on there with Sasha Banks. It's almost like she's not part of the company anymore already. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to have something of consequence with her to have happen. She uh, might as well already leave. Well, yeah, I mean, the shows wouldn't be any different if she did. <laughs> like, she doesn't get a chance to contribute anything, so it really wouldn't change much for them. Yeah, because it's, it's just, the sad thing is when people leave, is there's so much going on in the shows, you can't really miss them a lot. Now, if she left specifically, I would, I would, I would feel the impact of her being gone. But a lot of time when people are gone, 
like for example, people, uh, Luke Harper recently asked or requested his release, and I love Luke Harper, but wasn't on TV, so he really won't be missed. Right, like you never see some of these people anyway. So like, what's the difference whether they're there yeah. or not? Um, yeah, a lot of people. So it was Harper, uh, Sasha might leave, Killian Dane, and Alexander Wolf. I don't know if you guys heard, but they're going to NXT. They're going to replace the War Raiders, and uh, they're going to they're going to be the I NXT champions from now on. Is, really? No. So no, he's still black. under contract. I think the word is that he's going to NXT UK. Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I thought he left too. So that's that's definitely news to me. I mean, I guess at a certain point, like anything these guys can do to like try to build something back up, it's probably good. I know Tyler Breeze got a lot of. Uh, a lot of momentum with whatever the hell match he did over the weekend or last week, whenever it was. Do either of you know what that match was? Uh, it, it, it was at Access. Velveteen Dream. Was that who it was? Well, I know he's having a match on um, on NXT versus Velveteen Dream. Oh, no, no, that's Buddy Murphy. Did the Tyler match already happen then? I haven't seen that. I'm yeah, looking for it because serious. Tyler Breeze and... The dream would definitely be a fun match. Pat, Tyler Bree is a big star this week. Who? Oh, Patch, by the way, have you uh, seen the Velatine Dreamer versus Matt Riddle yet? Not yet, no. That's that's definitely something I need to watch. Fantastic. Because <laughs> I, do, I do really like both of those guys, so I do need to watch it. Have you caught him, like, with ha- having the women bring him out on the couch? Yes. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> He's maybe one of the five best characters in the company right now. <laughs> so good. If not higher than that. Um, so good. So Superstar Shake-Up. And Prep, I'll start with you. Any any thoughts on it? Honestly, Pash, I don't even know what to think. It, I think this whole, like, wait in a week after Mania kind of kills the momentum. Uh, really, the moves that I'm excited for, I know they're not even going to matter. It's the 205 Live guys coming up, like the two guys, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. But they're going to have, what, one or two hot matches and then be forgotten about? They'll just be guys. <laughs> yeah. Alo, yeah. what about you? Thoughts on the shakeup? Yeah, I like what they did with SmackDown because remember when the brand split first started – my my take on SmackDown was they SmackDown had the roster that had the big had the big names up top, but everything else was like the, the people that need to be made a little bit. And I think they kind of did that now. Like they finally got AJ Styles off of SmackDown, which I talked about I, that that need to happen last week because there's nothing else left for them to do on SmackDown. Uh, Roman goes to Raw. Same thing goes for Roman as AJ on SmackDown. So. I like I, I really do like like do like what they did for SmackDown and it makes it actually more interesting because we we, we can't see the same matchups over and over again. They become redundant and it's not good television. Yeah, my thought on the shakeup is like it doesn't matter. 
It, it re- to me, it really doesn't. Like, oh, a couple of these guys and girls went from SmackDown to Raw. A couple of these guys and girls went from Raw to SmackDown. Okay, now the shows will be good. Like, no, it, it makes no difference because the same people who are in charge of what gets onto TV are going to be in charge still. So it doesn't matter who they have on each roster. The television is going to be subpar regardless. Like, what was it that somebody texted about the other day that that somebody wasn't going to be on Raw or whatever, or something wasn't going to happen? Oh, it was the travel issues that they had. Yeah. Getting to into Toronto or whatever. Yeah, some of those you could tell. And my thought was like, okay, so now it's going to go from like, a below average TV program and the update is it'll be a below average TV program. It's going to still be the same. It doesn't matter to me. The the one thing that stands out to me, I think is Roman being on SmackDown. That has to mean like they want hit. They're looking at SmackDown as a huge deal right now because in less than a year, right? It's going to be on Fox October. So that that's telling to me that they're like, we want Roman on this show. Uh, is, but who else is like a really big deal on SmackDown at this point? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying because SmackDown has like the the the, the mid the mid card guys. Like if I go through what they got now, Roman they they acquired Roman Reigns, Finn Balor in the IC title, Elias, Bailey, Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Cruz, Mickey James, and uh, Heavy Machinery. And oh. By the way, I I saw the graphic about Lars Sullivan, right? And then today on Twitter, WWE posted a video saying Lars Sullivan's overall. Well, <laughs> so they can't even well, get straight who's on what show. Well, well I got I got this straight off dot com. I'm on yeah. dot com right now, which is real strange. But yeah, so and like Kofi right now, Kofi Kingston is the WWE champion. So even though he's a WWE champion, he's still kind of seen as a mid card guy. So so. That that that's what that's what SmackDown was in the inception of the brand split. You, know, you got to kind of mold some guys a bit, and then you could all send them off to Raw in the future or make them a bigger deal. It was like I was saying. Like my my main point is this kind of like cannibalized their show for because like Kofi doesn't even have his first program, and like it kind of kills the momentum for him. And, like, Becky just got her first program on Raw, but, like, no one cares because it's Lacey Evans. Like, there's no way Lacey Evans is going to be her. I can tell you there's one person that cares. <laughs> Two. <laughs> because. It's so good. Because I like her. And their social media, we'll get into it, but their social media yeah, it, back and so forth good. has been great. It's not that she's bad. I'm just saying, like. No, you know she's not. Becky's yeah, not relinquishing a it's title. It's not a to her. threat, right? And I and I get that. And I think we might have we might have touched on that a little bit last week. Um, I think Eck might have said that last week. Yeah, he didn't like it. Halo, <laughs> uh, did you like any of the NXT moves? What from Lacey Evans? No, no, no. I'm saying, did you like any of the moves from NXT up? Uh the Kyrie Sane one. I saw that coming because I saw some spoilers last week. But pairing her with Asuka and then Paige, like, managing them. Like, what Paige said is I'm bringing a team. But she didn't bring Asuka up. <laughs> she was <Right>. already there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, 
And, and she I referred was, to them as they're both brand new. Like, oh, one exactly, of them's not brand exactly, new. Exactly. Like, I never knew that Oscar needed to be led by somebody. Yeah. It's, so it's just like, huh? But <laughs> I, I like the Kyrie saying call up. Um, who else was it that came up? I don't care about Laura Sullivan. He can go in the tub. Uh, who else was it that came up? We already seen the Rick Viking Sh- experience. No, oh, my, my God. God. They're so lucky that they're good. Who said that was okay? Who like who really get who? How does that get by anybody? I pray to God when they Google that that it's like a porno. <laughs> so they have so to change they, it. So they can change like like they did the submission sorority a few years ago because that was terrible. Yo, for for someone who hates like long names like Vince McMahon. There's no reason the experience has to be on the end of that. Like, if it was just the Vikings, no one would have said anything. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. Ivar mm-hmm. and Eric are terrible names. But, Jesus Christ. The Viking experience. Like... Look, I thought it was a joke. And then I saw it. And I saw the the, uh, the nameplate. I was like, Who? <laughs> Even even commentary was confused. <laughs> so like, Vince is in commentary's terrible. ears being like, act like you have no idea what's going on. Corey Graves was like, yeah, you guys might know them under different circumstances. <laughs> that like, really <laughs> might be the stupidest name that they've come up with. Like, yeah. It, it, <laughs> Terrible. What is the the point of them being Viking? Like, is there some type of Viking culture that's popular right now? I know there's that show it Vikings. Is, is it? it? Yeah, because well, one's married to Sarah Logan, and you know she's known as the Viking. Yeah, but I, th- I think that's stupid too. <laughs> but that that's uh, isn't that the heritage prep or one of them? Well, they're no, nah, they they're what are they called? Past larks or something like that? Uh, where they. Where they do fake fights. I don't know. Like fake sword fights. Yeah, I watch pro wrestling, but nothing sounds more lame <laughs> than a fake sword fight. <laughs> uh, it doesn't get much lamer than that. Like imagine me trying to act like I'm Game of Thrones. <laughs> Actually, I would love to see that. <laughs> and, that and, and that's where Vince got it from. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. It's like... Like, how does that get by anybody? Yeah, Vince, go the hell home because that is really <laughs> stupid. How do you it? feel about Vince eating a Superman punch? Unnecessary. Like, you wish yeah. it was you doing I it to him? I, I would, yeah, because it wouldn't have been fake. <laughs> Vince, you could lift all you want. You could pose on men's fitness or whatever with the big chain around your neck with your shirt off. You could have gigantic pecs and gigantic bi- gigantic biceps. I will knock your ass out. <laughs> You're too old. Go the hell home. That that's how I feel about Vince. I I hate that guy. And now Linda's not in the Trump administration anymore. So is she going to be back? Oh gosh. I Do can't you wait know to hear it. Do we need da, 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 da. <laughs> the only thing I would like if they brought Linda back is if we could hear Vince say one more time, get out of my ring and get out of my life. I want a divorce. <laughs> one of my favorite Vince lines ever. So I wouldn't mind if they did that, but I wish um, I would have used that. <laughs> I'm over the McMahons. Uh, 
But yeah, ultimately, I think the superstar shakeup doesn't do much. It doesn't move the needle. Like Alo, even even the point of like getting some some different matchups within two months, we're gonna have seen everything already. Anyway. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll trust the real right question now. is, where's No Way Jose now? Is is that true? I saw the rumor that he was signing with AEW. Is that a thing? I don't what? know. I saw that somewhere. He was on Raw last week. Oh, yeah. was he? <laughs> well, then I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Dave Meltzer, it could have happened or it could not have. Well, I know he won. I know he was petitioning to be in the New Day huh? while Big E was gone. Like, we'll get to that too. No, so, I can <laughs> so prep. You said you're most excited for the the 205 Live guys for like the immediate future, but yes. you have no hope long term. And Alo, what did you say you were most excited about? Uh, what did I say? AJ and Roman switching spots. AJ and Roman switching shot spots because now we can get new matchups on Raw because we one match we have not gotten has been Seth versus AJ. So we have, we have that to look forward to. Roman needed the switch. He had a dark match with Randall. So let's pray to God that's not his first feud. But um, I'm, I'm excited for Andrade to switch. Uh, it, it didn't happen on it didn't happen on Raw Monday night, but Samoa Joe's reportedly going to Raw because they said he had an illness, so they he didn't show up. Too Raw. sick, yeah, yeah. So that's so, like that might explain EC3 getting destroyed. That might have been Joe's spot, possibly. But that's all. That's just that's about it. I'm excited. EC3 for, that really worked out, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for the. I'm still calling him the War Raiders. I'm so excited <laughs> for the War Raiders on Raw because like they. The one thing they did was, even though they made short work of everybody's tag team, everybody's champions, they did get these guys over. And that was the way to actually do it to an audience that doesn't really know them that much. And by the way, War Raiders, excellent at TakeOver. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Oh, my God. Am I the only one that wants to see Ali versus Finn Balor again? I, I need to see that. That was so good. It was. I was at dinner with Jen and, like, we were watching it, sitting down at the table, and I was like, one eye open, one eye closed, and I was like, yo, <laughs> I want to see this again for sure. <laughs> uh, so last thing, shake-up specific. Is there one person on either roster that either of you think like has a chance to kind of make a rise now that they're on a different show? Is there anyone that jumps out at you as like, this is their chance to to shine, or do you think it's too early to tell? Because we really don't know what the hell they want to do. Prep. Uh, for me, I think it's Sami Zayn. I think that uh, those those he like Raw is really heel heavy because they still you know they haven't moved McIntyre, Lashley, or Baron Corbin yet, but he's just so different. And so fresh that I feel like he could really do something with it. Uh, agreed. Alo, anyone for you? Or do you think it just kind of, we have to wait and see? Uh, we kind of have to wait and see. One person I'm excited for in particular is Ember Moon. Well, yeah, I mean, she's not trapped on that show anymore. Again, though, like, who knows? Who knows two months from now what that the women's division is going to look like on either show? We have no idea what they're going to do. Uh, I'm glad Prep brought up Sami Zayn because I thought Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens stole the entire week 
Yes. Across both brands. Yeah. Um, I love them playing his music so many times. I I wish you could have seen. I should have taken a video of me laughing. At, like it just keeps <laughs> on going, and then it starts again, and he gets up again. Him like How he playing just to sunk the crowd. Out of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> and the the best part is the crowd was so into it, but anyone who has watched him for a long time, like you could tell, he was like half heartedly doing it in the first place. Like he definitely was not a hundred percent engaged in it. He just—it was almost like he was making a mockery of it. I loved he kept playing to the crowd, just to turn on them. He's really, really good. And <laughs> I didn't know that you were writing his promos. <laughs> so good. He's so good. He's such a good talker. <laughs> his expressions are so good. The way he carries himself is so good, and. I just find I find this whole thing so entertaining, uh, and I'm glad that they're having a character kind of do this because I feel like he's calling out the fans in a different way than what we usually see. Um, and Kevin Owens, I mean the Big O, Big O, <laughs> that I I can't get enough of that. First of all, him saying Big K and then changing it to Big O. No, it's better. It's funnier. <laughs> Let's do it. Him. You know, that's like a place in Canada, in Montreal. What, Big O? It's called the Big O, yeah. That's what the nod was to. What is it? Is it like an arena or is it like a town? Yeah, like uh arena. Huh, I wonder what that is. Um, them saying there's a lot of, like, movement in the groin area and him swiveling his hips. <laughs> him putting on the little half shirt that was oh, so tight. Great. The unicorn horn. The pancake initiation that he had to do, I, I thought all of it was just absolutely excellent. And now, Prep, you said something a little while ago about, like, Kofi doesn't have a program right now. Is it possible that Big O becomes his his big program? Like, he gets in with them for a week or two and then turns. Yeah, I feel like it's a possibility down the line though so you don't think Uh, it's something soon yeah i know you didn't watch like the final segment but like there's this moment right at the end where they're raising each other's hands for the victory kevin owens gives like the slightest glare at the title (laughs) like they teased it and you know how he is like everything he does has like meaning Mm -hmm. so you gotta imagine that there's something going on there but honestly, you're going to hate this, but the first program has to be Randy Orton. So on one hand, I hate it because I hate him. But on the other hand, it's fine because like they have an actual history, right? Mm-hmm. So like I get it because um, for a while, wasn't that like known as Kofi's one like big feud? Yeah. Yeah. The so, race car thing. Yeah. So to me, it's like I hate Randall. I think he sucks, uh, but I, like I get it. it; it makes sense. Alo, your thoughts on the new day's new addition? Yeah, this is the uh, this is the perfect storyline for Kevin Owens because, like Prep said, the way he glanced at the belt and the fact that Biggie's out, and they made mention of that Biggie's out on television, so it's kind of like the new day's one man down, and the muscle's not there. So that's like an advantage for Kevin Owens to jump in and take now. The fact that he made a complete ass of himself <laughs> on 
thoughts on on SmackDown was fantastic. The whole pancakes thing, the half shirt, uh, the gyrating, by the way, it rivals Austin Aries on the table. (laughs) But I... For, when he does eventually turn on the New Day, I think it'll be a big deal. And it makes sense for that to be Kofi's first year because Kevin Owens is known as the prize fighter. And Kofi, they said the New, the New Day is vulnerable. And remember the reports, it was supposed to be KO and Brian at WrestleMania, not Kofi and K, not Kofi and Brian. Right, and Vince inserted <laughs> KO into the whole thing, you know, a few weeks ago. And it just makes sense. And this is what Kevin Owens has done his whole career is befriend somebody, use them to help him get ahead, and then turn on them. So I like that character consistency that they that they would be pulling off with him if they do that. But for the time being, I love him as Big O. Yeah, it's like it's like give it like two weeks because Money in the Bank is May nineteenth. So there's so like they have time to actually stretch this out. I'll give it give it another two more weeks. And also I heard I well, I read a rumor that Daniel Bryan is injured and that, per the report, like they've kept it closely guarded, which to me makes me worry that it's like a neck injury or a head injury. Because if it was like, you know, a sprained ankle or something, or they would they would tell you. Like we know the Big E tore his meniscus or whatever. The fact that they're not saying what it is makes me worried about that. That's what I've been worried about for him since he came back. Do either of you know, has there even been reported, like, did it happen in the WrestleMania match? I'm not sure. Dave Meltzer said that they're trying to keep the injury, like, close to the vest, so it has to be serious. That's. It. Do you worry that it's a head or neck injury? Yeah. Yeah, because remember, um, a part of Brian coming back, the reports were saying that he would get, like, reevaluated every night after a match, so... Like Prep said, they're probably playing this real close to the close. Yeah, because I get our best guess was probably that it was just going to be a rematch with Brian and Kofi. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. Hopefully, you know we can't really speculate too much. We have no idea, but hopefully, Daniel Bryan's all right and will be okay in the near future. Uh, so Becky Lynch, she now has an official feud on Raw with Lacey Evans, the sassy Southern Belle. <laughs> Such a stupid nickname. We have, what was it, four people that kind of came out when she was out on SmackDown the other night? Yeah. Bailey, Ember Moon. Then the Iconics came. Okay. And then everybody else. Do you think she will have feuds going on on both shows at all times for now? I don't think so. Well, well, no, uh... Because I I want them to. I feel like they should. They should take advantage of that. Like, she goes on both shows. I love this little detail that she does. Like, if she's on Raw, she has the Raw women's title around her waist and the SmackDown over her shoulder. When she's on SmackDown, she's wearing the SmackDown title around her waist with the Raw over her shoulder. I think, like, if you're going to give her both, you should have her engaged on both shows. I think she'll be engaged. I just think, like... The major feud will be for over the title. Like, not saying that she can't be involved in anything on, on another show, but whatever show her main feud is, they'll present that more. So you're saying she'll really only have one clear adversary at a time? Yeah, like something something will be going on for, with her for both shows, but I think they'll try to like do one thing at a time. Because like Lacey Evans won that match, and I'm not sure when that match is going to happen for the Raw Women's Title. 
because Money in the Bank's about a month away. I would guess that they put it on there. It does seem weird, like that Lacey Evans, who has done nothing but walk down the ramp and walk out all this time, is going to get like a pay per view championship match at like one of the I don't want to say one of the big pay per views, but Money in the Bank is a pretty popular one. It seems weird that she would get that, but I, I will say this though: while Becky and Lacey's Twitter back and forth has been great. I feel like Ember Moon needs to learn how to be better on social media to keep up. Because I saw one of her tweets, and you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a Ronda Rousey promo. Oh, God. It was, like, too wordy and, like, not intense enough. And I was like, ah, this, this, like, isn't good. And I love Ember Moon, and I would love to see her succeed. Which, which title do you think Becky loses first, and who do you think is the one to take that title? I think she'll lose the SmackDown first. And who do you think takes it? Uh, Charlotte. I've got all about her. <laughs> but I, but do, I, do, you, do we really have to see that again? We got it for like the last six months. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things you could say. Do we really have to see that again? <laughs> I, 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 oh, I believe you. I just have very little interest in seeing that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's not a lot that you really like. We really need to see. I don't know. I'm curious what, like, where this goes from here because I think I said this before the show. I don't think I said this on the show. We had all this build up with those, the two main stories: the women main eventing WrestleMania and Kofi Mania that that ran wild for you know a month and a half or two months. And now that that's done, it's like what is happening of importance right now? Like, what is there to really talk about? What can you sink your teeth into? And I don't feel like there's anything. Like, it's just a matter of, like, okay, what starts to happen? Yeah, and the same thing with Becky Lynch. Like, she's lost all momentum. Like, her whole point was she was going against the people who were given opportunities ahead of her and taking it, and now she's taking it. But even before WrestleMania, she was, like, real still. She got arrested, like, like 10 times. <laughs> and Charlotte, Charlotte, like, she was, in, like, she was suspended and stuff, and she was just run through the crowd and she wasn't really saying or doing anything that we haven't seen her before. And now she's a champion. And now it kind of seems like she's reverted to the old Becky Lynch. Becky two belts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has that going for her, but yeah, I'm over it already. Yeah. I mean, you can only say it so many times and until it's like, okay, like I get it. That's her nickname. She likes saying it. I just hope that for both of these champions, like, their WrestleMania moments were such a big deal that I hope they can follow it with something that we can care about. And I, I don't have confidence that that happens. Um, I don't have anything else in my notes. That was everything that I cared about this week. Is there anything that either one of you feel needs to be discussed or that you feel was important this week? Did you catch the Iconics? I saw them come out during oh, so great. Becky's promo, and I did think they were great. Um, like just the whole like them bounce off each other with little corny jokes, and they, and I want they react to it. It's so good, I I, I love them so. Yeah, much. I think they're great. They're great women's tag team champions. Prep, is there anything else that happened this week? Do you feel warrants any attention? Whew. I think we covered 
What was good? I mean, like I said, that Finn Balor match, even the Andrade match was really good. I think that there's a chance that they might do a title change on that, what is it, Sunday or Saturday, that Shield show. Oh, is that like an ad? There's going to be actual matches on that. Is it the whole show, or is it just that one match? I think they're well. They're they I think they're going to show a Finn Balor match, like him. What's it called? Him defending. But you don't think he's taking the Intercontinental Title to SmackDown? No, I think he does, but we'll see. I don't know. I guess it makes sense if Joe goes to Raw, he's bringing the U.S. title. It makes sense to flip-flop them. Uh, What about The Miz? He goes to Raw, but Shane is not part of Raw, so is that just done? Well, no, 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 remember, you might might have forgot, but the McMahons are on whatever show. (laughs) Whatever show they want to be. There's no GMs anymore. I know The Miz attacked Shane on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, there's no more GMs, so... We have to remember. We have to remember that now, and now they kind of bring. They could bring that. They're bringing that Shane and Miz feud to Raw, from what it seems to be. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Do either of you think we even get like two weeks of better television, or do you think it's just more of the same, just some different guys in different places? Uh, we'll get better television because some of it will be new. Prep. No. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my expectations low, so when it is good, I can be happy about it. That and that is key. Usually, the stuff that we are low on, we end up enjoying, and the stuff we have really high hopes for tends to disappoint us. How upset were you when Lars Sullivan attacked Ron the Truth Killings? I was upset because one, like Lars, what? Who cares? Is he? Do either of you see any way that he becomes somebody that we care about? That we care about? No. Will they will they try to make him? Yes. Like, because Braun. Now there was a time that nobody liked Braun, but I always understood like the appeal because he was so huge and so strong. And Lars Sullivan, what is he like six three? Like I don't know. He's just. I mean, is he any different than like Brock? But the thing with me is he didn't even he he didn't even get win me over in NXT and that's the workers show. And he was in high programs there too. Like he even had an NXT title match in a takeover with Alistair Black and still didn't win me over. I remember I read something last week on the ringer about Lars Sullivan and they were basically saying like he's like the next monster in WWE, but like I don't see it. I know that's what they want him to be, I know that's what they plan on him being. But I just don't see him being somebody that matters in a year or two. He's just going to be a guy. Uh, well, if nobody has any other thoughts or any other uh, stuff they thought was a big deal, do we want to jump into listener questions? Yep, we only got one for tonight. Okay. All right, this is from Donovan, the Lord, our Lord, no relation. All right, thank you, Donovan. All right. He says... Do you think they're going to change Kushida and Shane Strickland's names in NXT? <clears throat> so Kushida, I don't know who that is. Um, Shane Strickland, I could almost guarantee you they change his name. I, I don't think they'll change his name. And Kushida, they didn't change his name because the tapings at Full Sail came last week and they already showed his, um, 
his whole entrance from it. Well, so. and he only has one name, so they can't chop anything off of it. Yeah. I don't know, because they, they changed Donovan J- Dijak's name. I don't know. I guess it, it remains to be seen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they changed his name. Yeah, and uh, his last question is for, for you specifically. Okay. <laughs> Will Ron be my tag team partner in case someone has to get these hands at the next house of hardcore? <laughs> well, Donovan... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry to inform you that I will not be your tag team partner for no other reason. It is nothing personal, but I will not attend another House of Hardcore show. I am tired of the white trash element. I'm tired of spending my money and my time to be somewhere where I end up annoyed and angry the whole time. So... And I choose to avoid white trash, except for when I have no other choice. And in that instance, I do have a choice. But outside of House of Hardcore, I will be be your tag team partner if called upon. I hope that is a satisfactory answer. Yeah, and you put up a plenty of it in Delco. <laughs> yes, there there is quite a bit of it. Um, so thank you for the question. Um, I don't know anything else. No, that's all I got. Like, I feel like this is a really uneventful week in yeah, WWE. Not, yeah, not much happened at all. We covered the shakeup for the most part, and that's all that happened this week and with KO in the New Day. That was it. Yeah, well, I, I guess that is the show. Again, please subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a five-star rating and review. Check out our interview with TJ Perkins that Alo did a few weeks ago. It is up on YouTube. Uh, and obviously you can listen to the episode 167. We have a few things on YouTube. I think we have all the interviews we've done except for Simon Gotch, which I keep forgetting to put on there. Um, listen to our old throwback and uh, unsanctioned episodes. Every Friday, listen to your boy Elroy. Uh, if you like MMA and combat sports, they, they uh, hear they hear your boy Elroy right now. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, Joel Embiid, if you want to kick kick that foot up and relax and trust the process with us, the door is open. LeBron, I don't know if you're welcome yet. No, no, not yet. No, although I did hear I did read something that said that. The Lakers, they have their VP of basketball operations. It's just the fact that he's he's a part of a playoff team right now. So and They didn't reveal who that was or what team? No. Okay. Well, interesting. Well, I look forward to seeing who it is. For your sake, I hope it's somebody that knows what they're doing. Oh, please. Um, and I guess that that is it. So for the uh, slumbering... Uh, <laughs> Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepagina. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Hop up the top rope, by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the